Welcome back to another Take 5. Stand on guard with David Creighton. I'm your host, David Creighton. We're back today just to talk about the cabinet shuffle. If you haven't heard, everything was leaked yesterday. But we all went to Rideau Hall, 1030. And guess what? It's a whole new cabinet, 24 new <laughs> different cabinet ministers. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. Some prominent members kicked out. And Trudeau, of course, asked about this. No answer. Yeah, love, love everybody. Everybody's great. Look forward to meeting with them again when they're just ordinary MPs. So <laughs> before I get into that, I did want to say I want to thank my audience for supporting independent journalism. We have been monetized on YouTube, and we're going to build on that monetization. It's very important. And I couldn't have done this without your support. But we're a small channel, hopefully going to get a bigger one. But I continue to need your support. Please continue to subscribe and ring that bell. I know it's annoying to ask, but got to do it because it's really part of the process here. And I, I would also say that we also have a voluntary subscription option on my Substack. And I would encourage you to go to my Substack at www.davidcraden.substack.com. And I have a lot of material up there every week, a lot of it. And increasingly, a lot of it is new to Substack and unique, singular to Substack. So I encourage you to have a look at that today. And we are looking at a number of options to increase monetization, to increase how we can better serve you, our audience. But enough said about that. So there was a cabinet shuffle today. I'm sure you may have heard. But it's interesting. I want to, I want to focus on the fact that you know, you can have a bad deck of cards, and you can keep getting a bad hand if there's no good cards in the hand. Or you sing as well. You can have a usual deck of cards, but you keep dealing yourself a bad hand. And that's exactly what Justin Trudeau has done. Because you know what? He shuffled a lot of positions, 24 positions, but he didn't shuffle himself out of there. And no matter what happens with his cabinet ministers, they're all following the orders of Justin Trudeau. So as long as that happens, ain't nothing going to change with this cabinet. But it is interesting who exactly was exiled. And I and I say that, you know, not literally, but I mean, literally, they were exiled from the Trudeau cabinet, from his inner sanctum, his inner circle. And I want to focus on four members today. I think most predominantly was the former Minister of Public Safety, Marco Mendicino. Always kind of has that rhymes well or, or sounds well with mendacious because he really had trouble coming up with truth. And Mendicino's gone. You think he's mad about that? You bet he is because he followed Justin Trudeau's orders. He was the one who said that the Long gun registry had something to do with catching Mark Whitman. He was the one who said that the RCMP had turfed out all these Chinese police stations. He was the one that said that there was 
know that the police had told him, the Trudeau government, to invoke the Emergencies Act. And of course, no. The OPP, the RCMP, the Ottawa Police Service all said no, they never asked for it. So something wrong there, isn't there? And of course, there was that whole Paul Bernardo thing, I think what really sealed it for Mendicino when he said he had no knowledge of infamous convicted killer, rapist, Paul Bernardo, being moved from a maximum to a minimum security prison. He just pretended he knew nothing about it. So either he was not telling the truth or he's a bloody incompetent that he doesn't listen to his staff or doesn't have staff that can tell him something that's significant. Obviously, it was going to make news. I think that was the end of Mendicino. And I, we were hearing murmurings about that a little while ago. So Mendicino is out of there. Number two, which really surprised me, I did not expect this this week, was Justice Minister David Lametti. He's out the door. Another guy who took a lot of the heat for Trudeau on a lot of files. But it was Lametti who uh, earlier this year made the ridiculous statement that the federal government needed to look at the possibility of taking natural resource jurisdiction away from the provinces. That set off a firestorm in the provinces that have natural resources, namely Alberta, Saskatchewan, British Columbia, but mainly Alberta, because that's who, that's who this federal government is always targeting. Federal government has absolutely no constitutional right to do that, or even to ask the questions, even if it's for the chiefs of First Nations are always looking for their piece of the pie. They always want more so they can they can continue their jet-setting lifestyle at the expense of the average indigenous person who lives in poverty because the chiefs are taking all the money. So that's another point. Lamenti was also the one who started Trudeau's internet censorship legislation. It was handed over to Heritage because Justice... It was just too hot with justice. It looked more like something innocuous when, when Heritage Canada did it. And that's obviously what happened there. But Lamenti, I think, is one of his most embarrassing moments. When it was revealed, he wanted to bring the military in and some tanks to quell the Freedom Convoy in Ottawa. As he was cowering in his office and talking about, I'm getting out of town, folks. I'm getting out this weekend. I'm afraid of these truckers. Lamenti, an embarrassment as a justice minister, as attorney general of Canada, an embarrassment and a clown, always a clown, but faithful clown to, to Justin Trudeau. And the third member of this group of four who's out, the fourth member is not out, but he's just been shuffled around, is Omar El-Gabra. Now, Agabra was notorious as the transport minister who was responsible for Arrive Can, one of the most ridiculous, unnecessary, and destructive pieces of legislation ever devised by a federal government. It completely snarled up air travel. We had people sleeping, literally sleeping for days in airports because they were waiting for flights. Huge lineups to check to make sure you're vaccinated. And 
snarled up the U.S.-Canada border to tourism, to trade, and to everything that was really important. Just so we could say we're not letting in the unvaccinated. You know, it was impossible to come back to Canada without going into a COVID hotel. It was a disaster, a bureaucratic mess, and one of the dumbest things this stupid liberal government did or has done. So he didn't even wait to be turfed out. He said he's resigning. He's not running again. So he's out. Who's the fourth member I want to talk about quickly here? Oh, ho. yes, Bill Blair. You recall Bill Blair. They brought this former police chief into Ottawa to serve the liberals so they could get the marijuana legislation passed. So what did they do with him after that? They made him border security man at a time when tens of thousands of illegal immigrants were crossing the border from New York into Quebec and Ontario. And we were putting them up in four-star hotels and everywhere else we could find and using the largesse of the federal government completely in their favor, giving them everything they wanted, free health care, free lawyers giving them everything that a lot of Canadian citizens don't have access to, but illegals do. So I called Bill Blair the open borders minister because he had no interest in keeping the borders secure. He did nothing to keep the borders secure. So where is he now? National defense. Is he going to keep our borders secure? Well, there's only one border that Bill Blair and this Trudeau government's really concerned about, and that's the border in Ukraine. They want to keep that border sacrosanct, and they want to keep that war going for as long as it takes. That's the border he's worried about. And you can expect more of the same from Bill Blair's defense minister. He's going to pour billions of dollars into a war that is eating up Europe. And that is hollowing out Ukraine, and which the Ukrainians cannot and will not win. Who's winning? Well, arguably, the only ones who are really winning in this conflict are the armaments industry. Yes, because they continue to make more arms that we throw away and everything gets burned up. It's a bit like the First World War, isn't it? Yeah, kind of useless. Anyway, that's my take on the cabinet shuffle. You know the old cliche about a cabinet shuffle is like rearranging the chair is on the deck of the Titanic. It doesn't mean that the imminent catastrophe has been alleviated, lessened, or averted. It just means things look a little different for a while. But I say, go back to that analogy of the cards. Trudeau's just dealt himself another bad hand because he's the one in charge. He's the one they're all following orders from. So expect more of the same, and let's just hope these guys aren't there too long, and they're transitory on the way to a new election, a new federal election, because we need a change of government, and we got to get rid of Justin Trudeau. Trudeau must go now. Anyway, for Stand on Guard, this has been another Take 5. I want to thank you for watching and viewing. Stay tuned. We've got more coming for you this week. So God bless you, and I want to say goodbye for now. I'm always going to be frank 
and as courageous as I can be in addressing these issues because politicians in this day and age are largely craven cowards. <laughs> I know it's a bit of, but they are. They are afraid to say anything that is going to offend anybody except those who don't complain. And it's people like you who don't complain enough. They can trot on, they can tread on your rights. They can tell you that your opinions don't matter. And you'll probably take it. But it's time to fight back. It's time to resolve, to resist. And that's what we need to do in this country. And that's what we're going to continue to do in the station. So I want to thank you for listening today. Thank you for watching today. I think we've got the information here that people who watch the nightly news aren't necessarily getting. And that's the point. And that's my goal is to give you that information. So for Creighton's Right, from Stand on Guard, I'm David Creighton, and I'm just happy to be able to talk to you again this week. And I'll be back again soon with more information. Thanks for watching.